Hey, it's Taylor Harrington here. I'm the host of On Your Team, a podcast by Groove. Groove is the co-working app for creative entrepreneurs. So it feels right to have a whole bunch of conversations with creative entrepreneurs like you. We're here to talk about the amazing humans who've supported us along our journeys and the lessons we've learned so that you can learn from them too. Together, we're redefining what it means to have people on your team when you're a team of one. Let's go ahead and get to it. Hey, Lex, I am so excited to have you on the show today. Thanks for being a part of this. Uh, Taylor, I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> I can't wait to dive in. I feel like this is just an excuse for me to hang out with people. And we haven't hung out enough, even though we've grooved together. So this is a chance for me to get to know you even better. And on that note, I would love to hear in your words, what is your business all about? And why are you passionate about it? I help creative entrepreneurs make smarter marketing bets. I'm a designer turned marketer. And I got kind of tired of, of Silicon Valley after 10 years. And I really am passionate about helping small business owners break through online, get seen and get sales in low energy ways, because I, I feel like there's a lot of pressure to be marketing like the big guys are. And there's actually some really beautiful, joyful ways to do that as a small business owner. And I love helping people find that. Wow. Okay. I love this. I, I love this. That was so nice and nice and tidy. I feel like this joyful aspect of it. I'm curious, can you just unpack that a little bit more? I feel like listeners will be really curious how to do this in a joyful way. Sure. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people feel pressure to be on all the social media channels. For example, they feel pressure to be showing up in Google search. And those are, those are entire skills to build, right? You have to learn each social media platform individually. You have to learn the content type that's going to do well there. You have to learn SEO. Um, if you feel pressure to do a podcast or like, you know, a newsletter, then you have to learn that whole skill. And if, if you don't enjoy the process of experimenting there, of learning that, then you're not going to have fun. And that's going to come through in your execution, right? If you're pressuring yourself to be on video and you don't want to be, then your videos aren't going to be that great. So there's always an alt. There's always an alt. You don't have to do anything. You have to do something, but you don't have to do any one thing, right? You could always go offline if you don't like being online. You could go to local networking events. You could do public speaking if you don't want to be recording a podcast, right? You don't have to be on social media. You can connect with people in smaller groups. So there's always an alt. And I think, you know, people just can remove the pressure of big company marketing, recognize that they always have a different option. Wow. I love this. And I think that, that really leaning into those strengths is ultimately saving our energy, as you said, keeping it low energy, making it something that feels comfortable, but exciting and pushing yourself outside of that comfort zone. Sometimes I, I love that. And I'm curious, I know that you're super involved in the solopreneur group in Atlanta. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Can Atlanta solopreneurs. Yeah. Tell us more about the different groups that you're a part of or places that you fi find great people to connect with that are these creative entrepreneurs like you. This was one of the major mistakes I made when I left my corporate job four years ago was like, I was like, I could do it on my own, right? Like go independent, right? And finding community again has been a journey and a really important one. And I learned about like accountability clubs maybe two or three years ago, which I didn't know was a thing for freelancers and small business owners. And so when I moved back to Atlanta, I was raised here, but I moved back recently. I was like, I need to find these people here locally. And so I just set up a meetup on meetup.com, Atlanta Solopreneurs, and I held 
just uh, like a happy hour. I called it not your not your average networking event at a brewery, and I had one person come to that. It was like I was like, oh yeah, Lex, you don't have a network in Atlanta. So, <laughs> but we've been building it, and I just kept showing up, and I I sort of backtracked and was like, let's just do coffee meetups. So now that's what we do. And in January of this year, I had an entrepreneur come named Jordan Patterson, and I was about to leave the country, and he was like, can we just can I just continue this? And I was like, yes, please do. And so he grew it a lot while I was gone. And now we have over a hundred people in it. We meet every Saturday here at a local coffee shop. That's been amazing. We're expanding. We have new event types coming online. We're doing a creator co-working next week. So it's really exciting. Yeah. Oh my gosh. How fun. I also think it's so funny. I talked to Josh, who's one of the co-founders and CEO of Groove about Atlanta all the time, because it's been this little hub for groovers. Like so many people are coming from Atlanta and they don't know each other most often. And I'm like, what's happening in Atlanta that is making it such a creative space for people to do it on their own and be seeking community. There's something in there that I think is really interesting about location. So I'm glad that you're creating for that hub because it seems to be very popular for people on this type of a path. Yeah, it is. And you know, what's funny about that is I was on a groove the other day with someone named Jay and Jay does not live in Atlanta. I want to say Jay lives in Colorado, but he was like, I know someone in Atlanta and he introduced us and she came to our meetup last week. So like, it is really cool how people stay connected and coming from, I lived in LA for many years. Like the vibe is very different in Atlanta from New York and LA. And I don't know that I can verbalize it appropriately, but there is a lot of creative energy in this city. There's a lot of community energy in this city, and there's a real interest in collaboration here. And I think it maybe like it's a little easier to tap into because Atlanta is geographically smaller than some of these other cities. Mm. Our metro area is really big, but the city itself is fairly condensed. So there's some centralization to that. But Atlanta's always been a hub, you know, hip hop. There's always been a huge music scene here. There's now a huge film community here. So we see a lot of that in the in the meetup. I get such great vibes. I need to come visit. I feel like, yeah, I feel like I'm destined to visit Atlanta sometime soon. So uh, okay. please save me a spot in their coffee meetup for, for that. You got it. Spot <laughs> saved. Yeah, great, great. And it's so cool to hear how you've grown that over time. I'm curious you know, you said that you started off on this path doing things solo in quotes, as we said, that there's community that supports you on that journey. What was that moment that made you really switch and say, all right, it's really important that I start building these types of supportive relationships? I had this turning point. It was a couple of years ago. It was like maybe 2021. I was going door to door to try to find clients because when I quit Silicon Valley, I was like, I'm not working with tech clients anymore. So I had to build up a whole new clientele. And I didn't really have very many friends that were entrepreneurs um, or even like freelancers in, in, you know, outside of the film industry, which is sort of a different type of freelancing. And so I was really defeated. Do going door to door is really depressing. I don't know if anyone out there has done that, but it's very depressing. It's very humbling to do it. I was like, you know, last week I'm getting recruited by Uber and this week I'm asking a coffee shop if I can do their website. And they're like, nah. so that experience of going door to door made me come back into my house and be like, I really need to change how I'm operating this business. And surely there are other people that know how to crack this open. And around that time, I either I got introduced or I stumbled a, a, across like an a, accountability club in LA called Forward Female. 
And they met, they still meet on Zoom on Mondays and Fridays. And I showed up to that and I was like, wow, the energy here is so different. I can come into this room with people who want me to succeed. And that is an important thing that I didn't re realize that I needed. I needed that sort of community love every week. Yeah, I think that... Lex. I think that energy of being around people who want you to succeed is just, it, it changes everything because I think as I've had so many conversations with groovers in particular, but other creative entrepreneurs, especially when I go to creative mornings in New York, you know, people that are talking about like, gosh, I'm doing something that is so wacky and different that my parents don't understand it or some of my closest friends don't understand it or my partner doesn't understand it. But finding people who get that path and embrace it and love it and cheer you on, it, there's nothing like it because it doesn't matter if you're working on something completely different. They get the fact that you are passionate about it and it's coming from your heart that you've decided to pave this path because you wouldn't be on this path if you didn't have your heart totally into it. Yeah. And I also, I firmly believe that if you believe in an idea enough, you can convince others. I always tell the story of Slossa. Have you ever heard of Slossa? No, please share more. Uh, you would love this. There's a book called The Secret Life of Groceries, Taylor. I feel like you would dig it. I'm a, a big fan of grocery stores, so automatically I'm excited. <laughs> Gotta get it. There's a company called Slossa. It's a condiment. It's a combination of coleslaw and salsa. And the CEO of that company was really passionate about the condiment. And now it's a multi- million dollar business. It's in different grocery stores around the country. And it's like, if Slossa can do it, we can do it. Like power to Slossa. And you know, it's true. It's like people will say, when you start something, if it's different, whether it's a business or just a project that you're doing, if it's different, people will come up with all kinds of reasons why it's not going to work. And they're wrong. Like they're wrong. There's all kinds of ridiculous stuff that has worked that seemed like it wouldn't work. So you know, we need, we need the imagination. We need the believers on our side. Yeah. Amen to that. <laughs> That's great. And I'm curious, you know, a big part of this podcast and why we wanted to do it was to give these public shout outs to people who have been a part of our journey. Who is one creative entrepreneur that you know really well? Maybe it's someone you've gotten coffee with before. Maybe it's someone that you keep up with regularly. Who is this person that you know really well and has made a big difference on your journey? Tell us a little bit about them. I, I really want to shout out LaShonda Brown. I don't know that I know LaShonda that well, but she is my YouTube coach now. And she's the reason that I got on Groove. I learned about Groove through her. But LaShonda has changed my business in a very short amount of time because she is able to recognize like the gaps that I have in my business and be there for me in a way that is authentic to who I am as a person, which I think is really hard. It's hard to find that kind of support where somebody can see you objectively and say, here's what I'm observing here, rather than like force their own opinion on you, right? Or try to shut something down. So she's been instrumental. I also have loved watching her build her business. I find it so inspiring the way that she works with different brands, the way that she highlights small business owners, the way that she lifts us all up, like her membership, the way that she promotes Groove. I just think it's amazing the way she's operating. I'm super inspired by her and I'm so grateful to be like a tiny part of her orbit because she's an amazing cheerleader to have on your side. She 100% is. And she's someone who, like you said, is a cheerleader 24 seven in a way that I just, 
I admire in her. I try to be like that too. If anyone's listening and wants to follow her on YouTube or LinkedIn, she's always putting out great content that's so her. And I think like you said at the beginning of this, showing up in a way that feels authentically yourself when talking about your business, when talking about tips for how to improve business is so important or else it's not going to reach your audience in the way that you need it to and that you want it to. And she is someone that does that every single day when she shows up. She also has incredible, and now I'm just gushing on her, but um, she also has incredible boundaries with social media and talking about how to create practices that feel good for you, which connects really deeply to your work of that low energy feeling like this is a place I want to show up. This is how I want to show up. And you might not always realize what that's going to be like until you do it. And then you say, well, that, that didn't feel good. I spent way too much time on YouTube this week, or I spent way too much time on TikTok this week. I know that yeah. sometimes when I create content videos afterwards, I think, oh my gosh, my cheeks are so sore from smiling so much in those videos <laughs> that I'm like, I need to microdose my content creation <laughs> so that I do not reload in that way. So yeah, she has been such a cheerleader for group as well, which I'm so glad you shouted her out because she will be another guest on this podcast. So we'll get to hear from her too. I'm curious if there's one lesson that you've learned from her that if you can share it with listeners in a way that frames it so that they can go ahead and take that lesson and do something about it either today or sometime in the next month. I mean, one thing that she helped me see in my own business, there's so many lessons from LaShonda. Like I can't, I just could go on and on about her. There was a creator here in Atlanta who was like, I think I need video equipment. And I was like, nope, you need to work with LaShonda Brown. One of the things she's helped me see in my business was to really recognize and take the path of least resistance with my most valuable audience. Like I had really been sort of shoving around peg into a square hole with who my audience was and sort of trying to be everything to everyone in a, in a much broader way. And she helped me recognize that there really were people that were closer at hand who I could be speaking to and making content for. And that there's a way to do that where it feels right for me and I don't have to force myself into a creator box. That's another thing that I really appreciate about her. I see very few creators being authentic people, like so many of them just come across as like, I'm after all the brand dollars out there and all, all the views and everything. And I think LaShonda is much more authentic. I'm living my life. Here's the life I want to live. I'm documenting it. I'm bringing you along with me. And she's helped me figure out how to do that for my own audience. And, and that has just unlocked, like, I can't even tell you how much that's unlocked for my business, for my membership, for my podcast. It's been incredible. Wow. Yeah. We are sending major good vibes to LaShonda. She has been an angel. <laughs> That's awesome. And I'm curious. Yes. I'm curious now looking at who is a creative entrepreneur who maybe you don't know as well. This is someone who has also made a big difference in your life and maybe they don't even know you exist. Okay. Carrie Ann Hoffman, if you're out there listening, I have been following you on LinkedIn. I came across Carrie Ann in the Groove community. We have not grooved together yet. This is one of my favorite things about Groove. You like see these people and you're like, maybe we'll groove together. And then they show up on your screen one day. I really appreciate the way that she talks about freelancing and operations. Carrie Ann's a project manager and she talks about like all of the things that she's doing, the way that she sees company culture evolving, the way that she sees organizations shifting. And she's, she's similar to LaShonda you know, out there sharing the journey, sort of sharing what she's up to and thinking about in a really real way, not like a, oh, I need, I felt like I needed to put a post out and here's what the post is about way. 
but in the like, I really wanted to talk with you guys about this. And I really admire that. And I love her stuff. And I'm really excited to see more of it. I think she does a lot of talks. Mm. And I'm excited to see more of her work. I love that. It's like, and there's got to be a better phrase for it, but it's sort of like a professional crush when you're like, hey, I see what you're up to and I'm loving it and you have no idea I'm loving it. Yeah, <laughs> and- exactly. I felt this way about Brandy Cerny. Brandy Cerny was on my networking wish list and I was like, I just love it. I loved her YouTube. I love the podcast that you did with her handing over the passwords. Like, It's like, yeah, your stuff is so cool. And I don't, I don't always have a reason to begin a relationship there. So sometimes I may not reach out to someone I think is cool, but it's, it's fun having those people in your orbit and it's inspiring to, to see what they're up to. Yeah. And I think in this space, there are so many people who are creating great content that it's easy to be a fly on the wall and not have to book that 30 minute coffee with them right away. <laughs> I think, you know, and that's what I love also about grooving is like, you can admire someone. And then, like you said, they pop up on your screen. You're like, oh, this is low lift. I'll just hop into a groove with them. We can start forming that relationship. But I think that so often when people reach out, there's like this weird unknown of the expectation of the relationship. I've been thinking about this a lot with LinkedIn because when you go on LinkedIn and you're like, oh, this person's so cool. I want to follow their stuff. But you also feel like, well, maybe I want to connect with them because the follow really gets hidden. So then they don't even always know that you're there. So just being like, hey, I really appreciate this post that you put out there. Would love to connect. Sort of feels like this funny ask because it's like, oh, is that person, like, are they going to read this and think I want to now spend 30 minutes on a call with them? Do they, what do they want from me? There's this weird question mark. And so I, I think it's something that I'm dreaming up a lot. And how do we create these professional friendships without that expectation that we need to dig out 30 minutes to immediately start hanging out with each other. Um, That's a lot of time on our calendars, especially when we're busy humans building things. Yeah, it is. This is the beauty of Groove though. This is, and this is why, this is like exactly the way I sell people on Groove, not that it needs that much selling, but it's a casual way to start building relationships and before a reason emerges to have a relationship, right? So you can, you can get on a Groove with someone you, you have a little bit of understanding of who they are, what they're up to. You can l- learn more if you want to, or you can just hang out and get your work done together and you don't have to make it a whole agenda. And I think the beauty of Groove, the way that, that it's designed, it's like you're coming back around to the same people, the orbit concept, right? You're coming back around to the same people, whereas social media, LinkedIn, Instagram, they've really been designed to be like amass as many followers as possible. And that's actually not that interesting a premise for any of us. So the idea that you have a smaller set of people around you, you're spending more time with them, you're getting to know them more and more, the ones that you like is way more fun. It's way more rewarding. It's a way more interesting way to get your work done. It's a better way to network. Like it has so many benefits to it. It's like, yeah, I don't want to be following you. I want to be like casually running into you around town. (laughs) That's what Groove is. I love that framing. That's so good. And I'm curious, I know that you've, we talked about this recently in an email and I want to hear more. And also for listeners who are curious, you've mentioned that inside of Groove, you've built friendships and relationships with people that have led to new work, that have led to clients, that have led to collaborations. Tell us more about that for anyone that 
maybe is in Groove or is in other communities that they could start forming these types of relationships too. How is that turning into new work and clients? Yeah. Well, so when I joined Groove, I was just sort of thinking of it as, as co-working, right? So I would go, I would go onto a session and I would just be like, here's what I'm working on. And then, you know, hello, goodbye. And, but people started to ask about what I was up to, right? They would like check my profile during a Groove and then they would come back and they'd be like, oh, I saw that you have a podcast or I saw that you have a membership you know, tell me more about that. Or the thing that you're doing during the groove, they'd be like, oh, that sounds cool. What is that for? Right. And then you have a little conversation about that thing. People start asking those questions. And then I got a couple people joining my waitlist. I have a membership program called Growth Trackers. It's in my groove profile. And I'm often working on Growth Tracker stuff in grooves. And so people would join the waitlist and then they would reply to my welcome email and they would be like, I found you on groove. And so even from people who I hadn't grouped with, maybe because I'm posting in the community there. And then Ariana Friedlander, who I think you know also, yes, we did a groove together and I immediately loved her. So we started following each other on LinkedIn as well. And Ariana has been amazing. Like she and I are collaborating now also. And so it's, it's super exciting to take some of those relationships farther and people are so, it feels like groovers are so much more invested in your success maybe than like, the parasocial relationships of other social media platforms. I think maybe because there's a face-to-face -face interaction involved, people, there's more trust. It's happening faster. Mm -hmm. And it's just much more clear sort of who should be in your orbit and, and who you want to continue to hang out with. And there's also just like a doer mentality in the grouper community. So there's just like a shared understanding of like, we're all here to do cool stuff. And like, I don't know, we just come at it from a similar perspective, I think, on that. This is just making me so happy. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I love hearing this. It's so cool. Like when people come into the community and have these experiences and then I don't hear about them for a little while, like to know that all of this connection is happening just makes my heart happy. So yeah, grateful that you've shared that. And I, I too can say that these relationships are something special and something that I don't know where else it's happening like this. All I can rely on are in-person examples and in-person examples aren't always even the best uh, comparison because they're not as frequent. So there's yeah. nothing that matches that low lift nature, the type of people that show up and how frequent it really is. I mean, you can spend quite a few hours with someone if you're in grooves back to back with them and suddenly you've got this relationship in one day that you didn't have yesterday. So yeah, really, Sur yeah, really cool. knows that firsthand because I'm always doing my late night podcast editing on Tuesdays and <laughs> he's waking up on that side. But it's funny because you posted something about like in-person co-working and something like Groove hadn't given you, had given you a feeling that you hadn't had since in-person co-working. I've been in-person co-working for like 12 years and I've never had an experience with that like I have with Groove. Like I've never found that. I've heard the mythology is out there of like the amazing co-working space that's also a community, but my overwhelming experience of co-working from New York to Vancouver to LA to Atlanta is just like, it's an office. Like for, for many co-working spaces, it's just been an office and Groove is the community part that I've been missing this whole time. I, I, I can totally relate. And I'm grateful that I had the experience when I was in college to have that incredible community space because it really was something special and it has been such a source of inspiration in building Groove. But I agree, you walk into so many co-working spaces. I've never felt that same way that I did there. 
And it's funny because co-working is supposed to be a social thing, literally co-working. And yet it feels so alone in so many co-working spaces inside a groove. You don't feel like you're alone. So that's, that's the magic of it is really taking what I experienced at that container of that beautiful co-working space that was so community driven and saying, how do we recreate this for people all, all over the world? And we don't need to be in the same location. So cool. Well, this has been so much fun. We could talk all day and it's a Friday afternoon. I want you to head into your weekend. Lex, where can we find out more about you and your work? You can head over to lowenergyleads.com. You can find my podcast there and you can get on my newsletter. Amazing. Thank you so much for being a part of this. I can't wait to see you in a groove soon. And I hope everyone goes and checks out what you're up to. Yeah. Hit me up on groove, everyone. <laughs> Bye, crew. Hey, it's me again. Thanks so much for taking some time out of your day for this conversation. If you're feeling inspired after today's episode, I invite you to thank someone who's made a big difference for you send them a note or give them a shout out on social media. It would make my day and probably theirs too. If you want to start grooving, visit groove.ooo like out of office to co-work with some of the cool guests on this show and other creative entrepreneurs like them. If you liked this episode, spread the word and be sure to tag at groove coworking so we can give you some love back. As always, I'm sending you good vibes and high fives. <laughs>